What we're dealing with here, glittering air, is a complete lack of respect for the law and smoking the reef. Call the dust pump. We live in a society of laws. That pump? Yeah. No, that's not real. This thing a weed. Takes one side a weekend to train to get that bag. Welcome to the Police Academy podcast, Cops vs. COVID series. All names have been removed to protect the identity of the officers brave enough to speak out on this sensitive topic. Now, these episodes are all dedicated to uncovering how this global pandemic is being handled and experienced by our law enforcement agencies, from the chief's office to, more importantly, the street-level officer. It includes interviews and written responses from officers to questions I asked about how they are fighting COVID-19 and what the public should expect from our law enforcement professionals. Episodes will be released in real time as these responses come in, so make sure you subscribe and don't miss out. All opinions expressed are their own and do not represent the officer's parent agencies. Alrighty then, this is another response from an officer. Uh, Listen, if you are an officer and you wrote a response to me, I'm not reading them all. Uh, I originally was going to kind of compile them into one episode and then decided I'd rather let just kind of the raw responses get put out uh, so everyone could kind of see each individual officer's different response. Um, And now that we're this far into it, there are some that are so redundant, so similar to ones that I've already read that I'm not going to read another one just like it. So it's not because I haven't read it or don't care. It's just um, we've already kind of touched on everything that, that your agency is doing because another agency is doing the same thing. If that makes any sense whatsoever. All right. So this one, uh, I had to read because there is something in here that, that I think is shocking and pretty terrible as far as the way the department is treating its officers. So, uh, question number one, what guidance has your agency given you regarding enforcement response? Uh, With approximately 2,000 confirmed cases of COVID-19 in my home state, I believe that our department is doing the best they can with what they have, and that number's old. I'm sure it's much higher than that at this point. Uh, We are tasked with going around to the parks in our district and reminding people not to get on the playgrounds or play at the basketball courts, as if the caution tape around them wasn't enough of a hint. All right, the second one, Uh, Regarding enforcement, he says that they are not writing tickets for people being out. And then he says dot, 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 unfortunately. So this particular officer wishes they would be allowed to take some enforcement on this, it seems. Um, And I think that sentiment is is, uh, reciprocated or is there for officers around the country and the world right now because your job is to enforce the rules, the laws that we have in place for the benefit of society. And if we're being told the best thing we can do for everyone right now is to stay out of public areas, stay home as much as possible, et cetera, and see people out acting like this is spring break, then what I'm getting at is I understand that sentiment. And I think that it is not uncommon within the ranks of our law enforcement officers around the country and the world. All right, number three, how has your day-to-day changed? Response, I've attempted to adopt a completely different style of proactive policing. Uh, We are 
since we are very limited in our daily duties, my days look very different. I spend a good amount of time running license plates and reading up on laws with the occasional Netflix break. Shh, don't tell the sergeant. Uh, 99% of the work now is just being seen by the community and handling calls, sometimes over the phone if at all possible. My department has issued everyone an N95 mask and gloves to wear with every community interaction. End quote. So that's a good sign. At least this department is taking care of their officers in this way uh, and doing better than some of the other departments we've uh, talked about on the show in the series already. Uh, but here in a second, you'll see that trend does not continue. Number four, as officers get sick, how is your agency handling this? How is it impacting the ability of the agency to cover shifts? Uh, and this is something I'm seeing in the news more and more now that crime is going up. I, I saw an article today saying crime in Detroit is uh, is going up and they are having trouble because officers, their manpower is down. Um, all right. So number four response. We have had four officers test positive for COVID-19. Uh, the department issued them a mandatory 14-day sick leave. Mandatory, key word there. The thing that frustrates and scares me is that one of the officers that went to mandatory 14-day quarantine is still in his probationary period, and then in parentheses, like myself, and he was told since he has no sick time built up due to him being still being in that probationary period, he is not getting paid, uh, which he is going to raise hell about when he returns, of course. Any tips on how he should approach that? Uh, he came from a different agency. I did not, so I have comp hours built up from the academy that I can use if I get sick. He is just in a bad spot. If he does not get some sort of payment, then it will leave a bad impression on my department for a long time. End quote. All right, so when I originally read this, I stopped um, and jumped to recording right when I read that they weren't going to give him sick leave. So this is, I didn't know he asked me a question, but I will answer it here. Any tips on how he should approach that? I think he, I think you nailed it on the head. He should raise hell. Uh, if they are requiring a mandatory quarantine, mandatory sick leave, they have to pay him. Now, I'm not a lawyer, maybe someday, but that's what lawyers are for. And I assume you have a union and you definitely need, he definitely needs to push uh, until they do the right thing. Um, and of course the media is another tool that that officer and, and quite frankly, the officers of the department who should stand by this officer and say, Hey, yeah, he's a new guy. Um, may not be fully integrated into the community, the brotherhood there at that specific department. Uh, and maybe he is, I, I don't know the situation exactly, but he's a brother in blue and that is complete bullshit. This should be, in my opinion, um, seen and treated as a line of duty injury. If you get injured on duty and you're required to stay home or put on light duty, uh, whatever it is to recover from that injury, you get paid and you should, because if you get injured doing your job as a police officer, which is a dangerous job and injuries happen all the time, you shouldn't, you're, you, 
you shouldn't be at risk of getting your electricity shut off. It's part of the job, and the department has to take care of its officers. Otherwise, it's not going to have good officers because everyone who sees uh, something like this is, as soon as they have a chance, they're going to leave. This is a, a morale destroyer for a department to treat an officer like this. And I hope, um, I hope that this is just a an initial response. Uh, potentially from maybe one or two uh, levels of leadership in the department in that as soon as it is realized by the higher-ups in the department that they will completely reverse direction and do the right thing and pay this guy uh, for being forced to stay home from work. Uh, If they don't, that's absurd. And if you're an officer at this department, you have an issue. And uh, I would say you need to, you need you guys need to go arm in arm and raise hell as as a group for this officer and for yourself because it may be him today, but it might be you tomorrow. And if the department is that stupid, then I would start looking for somewhere else to work. All right, so that's my response to that one. Didn't know that was coming. Uh, number five. How is your agency helping the community in this time of crisis? Response. The best way that we can help is by doing exactly what our job says, protect and serve. It is difficult at a time like this to personally help the community while simultaneously limiting personal community engagement. End quote. 100%. It's a catch-22. It's like, how do you you help people uh, when you can't even go talk to them? It's a hard place to be. Number six, do you see anything that people, officers, agencies can do better? Well, we've already talked about one with this department, but uh, response, people need to stay inside. And I think we really need to change our definition of essential employees because there are too many people on the streets with a virus that is this contagious. People, both officers and civilians, vastly underestimate the severity of this virus and that it is dangerous. Or, correction, and that is dangerous. The underestimation of the severity is dangerous. End quote. Uh, Number seven, uh, what are your thoughts on the pandemic as a whole? Response, the pandemic is very serious and the general public is not treating it as such. The amount of times a civilian has said to me while on duty, quote, "It's it's no worse rather than the flu, end quote, shows just how dangerous being ignorant can be, end quote. So, that is probably the point that we have the most disagreement on from our officers responding. Um, we have officers like this particular one who feel like this is extremely serious and we need to take it seriously, no questions asked. And then we have, um, you know, and, and earlier on, uh, question number two, it seems like he's like, yeah, let me go write that ticket for violating these. Uh, these stay-at-home orders because that is beneficial to uh, our country, to our community as a whole, and uh, I mean, it's not wrong. Right now, I think the evidence supports that. Um, And then we have officers who are like, yeah, you know, what can you do? Like, people need to uh, self-regulate, self-enforce, but I'm not going to write that ticket because it's a free country. Like, yeah, this thing's dangerous, but not really sure if it's as dangerous as the media makes it out to be. Um, and one of the responses 
that I did not, I'm not going to read in whole, um, addresses that, and, and just points out that the media does like to dra- dramatize things and is very good at scaring the general public. And I think that's a really good point. Uh, I think that's one that a lot of people are recognizing and kind of taking everything with a grain of salt right now. And I 100% see that side too. They're not wrong. They're not wrong to question whether the media is actually giving us the truth, considering the longstanding track record now of the media flat out lying to the public and um, over-dramatizing things for the sake of ratings. And as usual, I'm not trying to take a side on this. Uh, I'll offer my opinion here and there, but in the end, I think on both sides, they're not wrong. Uh, and no one really knows for sure how dangerous this thing is. And um, I think the important thing is if if you are around people that you either don't know or you know are vulnerable, well, you shouldn't be around them. I mean, that's that's an obvious. There's no question about that. The data is clear that if this is extremely dangerous for people with underlying health conditions and the elderly. So um, if you are not taking those precautions, staying away from those types of people, then you are wrong. Uh, there's no, There's no question about that. All right. That's it for this one. A little bit longer, but I think it was a good response. And man, is that department making a huge mistake if they don't pay that officer for for a mandatory 14-day quarantine? I hope that they fix that as soon as possible. All right. We'll see you all on the next one. Don't forget to check out our membership on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. That's where all the fun is happening right now. Go check it out, patreon.com, search Police Academy Podcast. Your wallet won't know the difference, I promise, but your life will be so much better. And Rona is not allowed to be a member. So there's that. All right, everyone, have a safe one. Be good out there. Uh, Follow the rules, please. And as always, do good, be strong, fear nothing.